Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk. Beautiful Monday in Murfreesboro. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan with you. We're going to talk some uh, football. We're going to talk some baseball. We may talk a little bit basketball, but uh, Jeff, uh, what's your pleasure? Disc golf. Oh. <laughs> disc golf. Well, well that sorry. conversation will be really Well, we short. were talking disc golf before you got here. Oh, okay. And, and and we don't know much about it, but, you know. Jeff, I've been around sports a long time. Yes. You have too. Yes. And I've seen some weird stuff happen. Yes. But the two things I'm going to point out. A, in three consecutive weeks, some very serious high school streaks were broken. Alcoa gets beat by somebody other than Maryville in, in East Tennessee – for the first time in 10 years. The next week, Maryville loses the first region game they've lost in 144 games, which goes back 22 years. And Oakland's winning streak is beaten, not only beaten, but 35-14 to to CPA, a 4-4 four four team. Now, CPA is a good Division II school. It plays a very tough schedule and, and gave Oakland all they could handle last year. But I think you may agree that I didn't see that coming. No, I, I certainly did not see it coming. And I realize – <clears throat> that I have, I probably say this maybe every year. I don't know whether I do or not. But at every level, and we'll say you do. Just okay, just better. say that I do. And every in every level of football, I really mean high school, college, and pro. This has been a strange, unusual year. It's kind of yeah. And just everything under the sun has happened. It seems like, and something new. All the time, it seems like it takes place. Now, the the big news for me and you in this show, I guess, was Oakland's defeat. And when I saw that score, and I don't know what you thought. I'll tell idea. you in just a minute. When I looked at it, I thought, well, the newspaper has reversed the score. That can't, I, I thought exactly the same thing. That can't possibly be right. Not three touchdowns. I thought exactly the same thing. And then, of course <laughs> – Found out that that was well. I, I saw I saw it on the score line with TWA Sports. I went there to saw the, saw the score, so I immediately went to uh, DNJ.com just to see if they had the story up. And sure enough, there it was verified. And uh, but no, I was like you. I thought this, this that can't be right. I talked to Helen um, um, uh, Watson Sunday at church, and we were talking about it. And uh, I think he had pretty much, because he's Riverdale principal for years, sure, and sure. he, uh, and I, I told him, I said, Mr. Watson, I said something had to be, something is wrong. I said that, okay, so they got beat. I can, okay, but three touchdowns. Sure. 
I, I said, something's got, they must have been missing. Something really strange. Well, a couple of turnovers were huge, for sure. Must have been, but it wasn't. Nobody was out. There was no major injuries, I don't think. Nothing like that. They, they just got beat. You think Kevin Creasy had to dust off that uh, speech about what you do, bounce back after a loss? I mean, it's been a while since he had to do that. <laughs> it's been three years. That's right. I don't know I don't know what the, what the man would say. Uh, I do know who I feel sorry for, though, I, I, a little bit. Riverdale. Riverdale, yeah. Who they play next? Yeah. It is at Riverdale, and, and, and I'm not saying Riverdale can't win. Please don't don't call the station and tell me that. Uh, but they're probably not going to beat Oakland, and I would think that Oakland players are going to be motivated, I would say. I would think so. Uh, uh, Maryville, Oakland has been – semifinal game has been played for years and years and years. Maryville certainly looks like they got a crack in their armor. I'm not sure if Oakland's got a crack in their armor or not, but yeah, they they, they lost a football game. What's the odds Maryville and Oakland meet up in the semifinals again this year? Well, I think that? they're still pretty good. Yeah, um, I, uh, I you, you were right about the CPA. I think they had just played uh, NBA, which is a team I am a little bit familiar with, and Jake was was there. The NBA may be the third or fourth best team in the state, all classifications. Very likely, and Lipscomb maybe they lost to them as well. So they've lost to some some really tough teams. Yep. I, uh, I was I was surprised as evidently so were you and I would imagine a lot of other people were too. I think what was it twenty one, no thirty five fourteen. Yeah, it's, it's, you know that's that's a whipping. Uh, one of the teams they lost to was Cane Ridge, the team that oh, Smyrna yeah. has to deal with. Yeah, I'm talking about CPA. Right. And the Cane Ridge is a good ball club, but I'm not sure I would have thought. Well, see, but, but A beating B and B beating C doesn't mean A beats C, does it? No. We've seen that over and over. Caller on the line. Let's go to it right now. Guys. Yeah, go ahead. What's going on, guys? So you guys can't believe Oakland lost? Are they the Harlem Globetrotters? I mean, what's the deal, Tim? <laughs> you know, that they are. I mean, they just don't. They play the Washington Generals every week. Well, what's, what's the deal? I mean, Jeff, you can go three touchdowns? I mean, they're a football team, for goodness sakes. I mean, they, 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 their complaint was it's fall break. That was their complaint. It's fall break. Oh. All this shit out. And Blackman Riverdale was sandwiched in between. Well, I don't know who you know, said that. And all this stuff. You, you all right? I don't know who I mean, you, and, and Jim and Chris said, if you, if you pull up MurrayboroPost.com, Jim, instead of DNJ, we had a story on it. And, and he, said, he said, I don't want to talk about the streak no more. I want to talk about blocking and tackling. I don't want to say it. I don't want to talk about it no more. He, he was tired of talking about it. He said, 36 in a row. Well, he doesn't know how to talk about losing. I mean, it happens Well, so I'm long. just telling you, that's what he said. That's what he told our reporter. It was the game. He told him. I'm tired of talking about. I want to talk about blocking and tackling now. And he said it was fall break. That was that was that was the thing. Okay, I mean, I mean, they're not the Harlem Globetrotters. They're not. Who are they going to play for? Chicago Bears next week? You guys think there's some kind of a juggernaut? Just roll the shut, roll the shut. I just roll the helmets out there. They're just going to beat people. That's what you people think. They got Riverdale this week, and they better be ready. It's battle of the borough. I, 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 you know, I don't know who you guys. Tim, I know you're in Oakland, man. So you're going to root for Oakland. I know. So I mean, you know, but I mean, I went to Riverdale. Riverdale's been, been pounding on them about a little while. So maybe it'll be a two-game lose streak after Friday. I don't know. Hey. I'm, just, I'm just saying that that's just the way it is. Well, they're going to tee it up Friday night and find out, that's for sure. Well, you got to deal with it. It's only 36 games, Tim. I mean, Maryville had one of uh, 60 games. There were kids that were at Maryville that never lost a high school game in their career. They won four straight state titles. Okay, so this 36 and Maryville 22 years without losing the region game. I mean, 150, whatever it is. I mean, Maryville dominates it. That's all it is. It don't matter who coaches them. They can just, just put, put those on the clown in when the region ties them. So, I mean, like I say, I mean, you know, I mean, Oakland lost. Deal with it. 
I don't know what you got to do with them. Like they're some kind of a, you know, superstar team or something. I mean, no. I mean, they got Riverdale Friday. They better, like I said, they better be ready. They got to transfer from this academy. All right, I think, Riverdale's going to be ready. So I think y'all you hang made, in there, guys. See you. I think you made your point. I, 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 I'm not sure I said that Oakland is invincible. <laughs> I think we dealt better <laughs> better than he did, maybe, but I don't know. I, you know, I, I've seen about everything, so so have you. I've seen all kinds of upsets, so have you. Sure. Well, That's point being, yeah. we, we know now that any high school team in the state of Tennessee can get beat. Sarko did, Maryville did, that, Oakland did, and that's my point. It happens over and over. The second thing that's strange that happened this weekend, just that Miami win by Middle Tennessee may, may have turned out to be a curse instead of a blessing. And I say it this way. Everybody, not everybody, many people are saying, if you can beat Miami, how can you get beat by UAB by that score or get beat by San Antonio by that score? That's, that's the, the – the mysterious part, I don't know how to answer that question. What I do know is that the Buffalo Bills beat the Titans by, what, 40 points. Next week, turned around and got beat by somebody else. So every time you tee it up to the caller's point, you better be ready to play. I agree. And if you're not, uh, bad things can happen. So Middle takes Western Kentucky on this week. I have no idea what to say about that game, how to predict it. Middle may beat them 20, may lose by 20. One thing I do know, Jeff, Jeff Middletop played a close game all year. The three losses have been by large numbers, and the three wins have been by very large numbers. I don't, I don't, nothing in single digits at all. That's that, that's strange to me. It's it, I I don't ever remember getting to week six or week seven, and not really being sure what we what we got. You know, sure how bad we are or how good we are. I really, I, I'm I'm at a loss. I I watched that first half the other night and. It was just, I don't know what it was. It was just awful. And I felt really sorry for Coach Stocks sure. standing there on the sideline. And he looked absolutely, he, if I was lost, he was, I don't know where he was. I mean, they just hit us with everything that they had. And it was all successful. And it wasn't like we knew what to do. Uh, but, but I agree with you. This week's another week. This is another good team coming in here. And it's. It's even worse. It's Western, who we really love to beat. Western did lose to San Antonio this past Friday, past Saturday by three. Uh, fair to say that uh, that's a pretty good matchup there. Middle will have to be on top of the game, but I don't know how to predict it at all. I just, I just don't. Uh, you get to, you look at the University of Kentucky. How strange that is. They were number seven in the country two weeks ago and lost two straight games. Now this, this one. On this past Saturday, a lot of it has to do with they, they lost their star quarterback. Levitz did not play. Second, but Jeff, when you're number seven in the country, you're supposed to be able to overcome that, aren't you? Well, against South Carolina. Yeah, against South Carolina, yes. And it wasn't close. No, it was not close. Um, I, I, I think too, and of course, I, I'm just repeating what what I've sort of seen and heard, and this would be true of a lot of teams. They get all bent out of shape after one game or two games or three games or whatever it is, you know, and tend to get too low if they're not sure. or too high if they are winning. And and Tennessee, to me, looks like a good football team. I mean, sure. I, th- I think they're really a good team. And I enjoy – I watched them this past weekend. Um, and But 
there's a lot of emphasis now, a lot of talk about they're going to play Alabama, which is true. And they're going to play them in Knoxville, and there'll be 105,000-plus there, and they'll almost all be wearing orange if they possibly can get that many there in orange. All, all of that is very, very true. But as far as a national championship is concerned, that game doesn't mean anything. Well, they got to be Georgia and Kentucky, and they can play Alabama again in the championship game for the SEC. Then it'll mean something. So you're saying Kentucky, if their quarterback back, has a chance to beat Tennessee? Yes. Yeah, they do, don't they? Yes. We call it over. I call it overreaction Monday. It happens. Yeah. You, you did, we overreacted you did, yeah. to Middle Tennessee's win over Miami. You did that last week. We overreacted <laughs> to the, the loss to James Madison, and I'm I'm not sure. How to respond to this? I do know this: Tennessee fans and and student body are fired up for this game with Alabama. And Alabama is beatable for the first time in a while. I, I, you know, I agree. We'll come back. The music's playing, so we'll, we'll come back and get your response to that. We've got baseball to talk about as well. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low-T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month or covered by most health insurance. So if you don't live near a Low-T Center or you're just busy and need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low-T Center makes it easy and to get started, only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com to book online. Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care. If someone asked, what's your more, would you be surprised? Well, at First Bank, knowing your more is where we start. Whether it's seeing your kid's college graduation, seeing the world, or seeing the ocean from your patio, your more helps us see who you are. That's why First Bank offers you more time, more access to local lenders and leaders, more answers, and more products. So tell us, what's your more? First Bank. Bank local. Get more. Member FDIC. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Hello, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Often when a man or woman finish pre-planning their funerals with me, I hear, we should have done this 10 years ago. Or, I thought about doing this years ago, but just never got around to it. Seems that we often put off the inevitable for ourselves. As one wise pastor put it, it's never too late to do what's right. Why not mark down on your calendar to call me to talk about your funeral needs at 615-893-2422. It's never too late. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin's Financial Services with Edward Jones. We're going to get with him in just a minute. Off air, we were talking about you talking about the play call. Texas A&M with two or three seconds to go, chance to win the ballgame from the two-yard line. And a, and a bad play call. Every play that doesn't work, Jeff, is a bad play call. <laughs> it's just the way it is. I didn't see it, but uh, I, I hear bad play call a lot. 
I don't know. Uh, if it, like I say, if it worked, it'd been gen- genius, I guess. But uh, did, break that down for me because I'm not. Sh- I, I did not watch the game. Well, it was it was just a uh, an extremely difficult pass to complete. And then with a chance to win the ball game. Yes, it, it was it from the from the two yard line with three seconds left, and it was going to be the last play of the game unless there was a penalty. Uh, Three seconds. That's correct. And and the pass was to the front of the end zone and in the corner of the front of the end zone. And it was well covered. And I just I thought it was a really a dumb play. I didn't I didn't you know. And there there is something to be said. You're supposed to score. I recognize you don't always do it, but you could have run the football. Sure. From the two yard line. Um, but, but yeah, didn't want to do that. If you okay. Run the football and don't get get in the end zone. That's a bad play call, isn't it? Well, you'd have a better chance to score. Than <laughs> Sometimes the, bad play call is because of poor execution. Okay, and the the play that was run was a was a low percentage for success call. I would say. I asked you this question: uh, Alabama's quarterback be back for this Saturday's game? It, it that will make a huge difference one way or the other for sure. Uh, Tennessee can win if he does play. Alabama can win if they do, if he doesn't play, but I'd say Alabama's chances of winning the football game or Tennessee's chances of winning the football game change dramatically if he's in the game at close to 100%. Well, it is true, and you said it both on the mic and off the, off the mic, that Alabama looks a little bit vulnerable and, and that they're certainly beatable. Um, and I think, I think that's very, very true. Uh, can Tennessee win the football game? Yes. The Alabama backup quarterback played well last week but he turned the football over and you, you just cannot do that and but they still eked out a win um, and they do need this the regular starter in there and I think he'll probably start the football game I think he'll play we'll see uh, let's talk go back to high school football just a little bit uh, Oakland Riverdale play this Friday night to battle of the borough it's, it's still the unique game in the in the city don't you think in the county sure. it, it, it's always going to be Special because of that. Yes, I think it's I think it's very very true. They've had some some really epic battles over the years, and and uh, and the last few years have been pretty much uh, uh, Oakland has, has has dominated, and in previous years, a couple, couple of times Riverdale's dominated. I haven't looked it up. I don't know. Riverdale has a has a lead and a pretty good one, but it's not near as dominating as it used to be. Yeah, I, I was going to say, but uh, they tee it up. Who knows? And. You mentioned Oakland's got a lot of incentive coming back off a loss, but Jeff, for the first time in a while, they've got a little bit of doubt got to be running through somebody's mind. Maybe I don't know. And and you don't think Riverdale's is uh, a little bit more fired up, saying that Oakland is beatable? I don't know that either. I would think so. You know, you would say, hey, it's not impossible, guys. Look what just happened. You know. Yeah, I, let, let, let me ask it this way: Both teams going to play hard, mm-hmm. no matter what happened last week and what happened. The week before and the week before, those could the kid play any harder than Oakland Riverdale because of circumstances? I'm not sure. I don't know. I I would think that both teams will be fired up. It's a region game, um, and since it is a region game, it, it if you want to knock Oakland out of first place, Riverdale needs to win the football game. And not that well, oh. there's another real reason Riverdale needs to win the football game. That's to be sure they get into the playoffs. Well, yeah, I, I know. You know, they're, they're hanging on a thread right now. If they hadn't beaten Siegel uh, a few days ago, uh, Riverdale would be probably 
out of the playoffs, very likely. So, yeah, it means a lot. That that region beyond Oakland, and, and that was a non-region loss that Oakland's got. So, Oakland, Jeff, I'm pretty confident going to win win the championship there. But uh, being second, third, or fourth in this region is not a bad place to be, for sure. And you just want to get that, that pressure shot to go, go up the line again. And getting that second-place spot is really, really big. Well, and I'm, I will remind the folks that are going, and I, I don't know whether I'll go or not uh, this week. I've seen I've seen them play many, many times. I might just listen to Brian, <clears throat> but there was there was a time or two where there were ten thousand people at that football game, Riverdale and Oakland, when they played at Middle. Well, there are more than that. And, and, and I, I remember one game I sat in the upper deck because the lower bowl was pretty well full. Well, it was gigantic. Yes. Uh, and, of course, Riverdale or Oakland will not seat near that many. So, they'll, it'll be a huge crowd. And uh, I, I hope it's played well, and I hope it's close. Should be great weather. Yeah, it looks like it's going to sure. be other, other schools got a lot to play for. Smyrna has got a lot to play for. They want to hang on to that second spot in that region behind Cane Ridge, I would think. Uh, Eagles got a lot to play for to get into the playoffs as well. Middle Tennessee Christian School's in pretty good shape, but they got to keep winning. Yes, all that's true. Uh, that looks like we're going to have a really good postgame representation again, but we usually do, and it looks like we will this year. That's that's for sure. The weather should be great on Friday night. We've had, as far as football is concerned, Jeff, it's hard to say we've had a fall any better than we've had this year for sure. Well, it's really been nice, and it's been nice for practice too. Uh, and we got through all those – 99 degree days <laughs> and you know who else appreciates this that a lot of folks won't know about that's the junior high excuse me the middle school coaches and teams that if there's a chance of rain or there's rain at all oftentimes now we've got what four turf fields on the in the county now so it's not quite like it used to be but those middle schools aren't going to play their games on a field that's anywhere close to uh being wet and it could tear it up right that's true which means they got to reschedule and go around, and so I'm sure they appreciate the fact that uh, their game's been able to go on as scheduled because the weather's been so good. Well, you would know about that. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And, yeah. you know, and you understand why, but if you're a middle school coach, you want to play. Your sure. kids want to play, and you don't want to have to reschedule all that. So all that, all that being in good shape. Uh, Blue Cross Bowl back in Chattanooga. Let me let ask this, and then we'll take a break with Chip. TWSAA made the decision this past week to stay with the classification numbers just the way they have been for the last two years. There's some there's some holes in that theory, either way you decided, but what's your take on that decision? I think that was probably the right decision to make um, and to to provide some stability. And I'm not sure that there's uh, – I didn't look through all the classifications – and every enrollment, but I, I don't think there's any, anything that is really out of bounds with that. Now, there may be in a year or two, and, of course, we continually, just like here, we're not the only people that build high schools. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and some of these places are humongous. As a matter of fact, I guess of all our, high, our major high schools except for Eagleville, we are way past the limit where we decided to split Central. You know, we, we're past yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we could we could split Rockvale right now, and we would be nearly as big as Central was when we split it, and we could cut it in half and still be there. So it's 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 we look at it a little differently today. One thing that's going to be interesting to watch is Division Two, Three A. Jeff, there's only eight schools that qualify in the numbers 
in in for that classification. Now, I'm not. I was not aware. Innsworth and Brentwood Academy have been playing up for the last two or three years. I didn't realize their their numbers suggest they should be playing double A. So unless they stay up and whatever, think about this. Now there could be an eight team, not region, an eight team possibility for a state championship. Uh, that that's a little bit skewed. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I would agree. I, I would want to earn it. Um, and I, part of me, well, really, they'll earn it because those all A's those well, schools gonna be pretty daggone well, good. Part of me really liked, you know, that anybody can play anybody and, and win, and everybody's in the same boat. Hoosiers, but yeah, but that's really not fair. Of course, that 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 won't work. Eagle will play against Riverdale or Oakland or yeah. Our search for equality has uh, not always yielded equality. <laughs> you know. Well, it, you know why that is, don't you? It's, it's impossible to do. Right. That's correct. Equality is just in the eye of the beholder. You can come close, but maybe. You can make it look good on paper, <laughs> but we still know there's some, some X factors out there, Jeff, that you can't quantify in, in Rutherford County as compared to Hardin County. Well, if for, that's right. And if for nothing else... Uh, you are determined, your, your, your enrollment numbers are the total number of students within your school, the period. Okay, that's it. Well, what if uh, 58% of them are girls? Yeah. And they're not playing football. But uh, you, you're playing a team that 65% of them are boys. Well, you are, you're playing them. <laughs> so that can be a problem. Well, the, we don't even look at that. Well, let's, let's go ahead and break. We're not going to solve it right now. Let's let Chip Walters... Give us some response to what's taking place in Middle Tennessee, not just this past Saturday, but homecoming coming up this week. We'll be right back with the Blue Raider Insider Report. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Brew, here's what you've been missing. News, traffic, weather, and fun. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Brew with John, Brian, and Dalton. News, traffic, weather, and fun? Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. That traffic's looking a little bit better than it was a few minutes ago. Northbound Bradley Parkway over here at Lebanon Pike. Uh, as you head towards the Two Rivers area, again, it's looking better than it was. Watch your speed eye pretty out through parts of Wilson County this afternoon. Some radar, Wilson County and Smith County. 65 doing what it normally does this time of the afternoon. A little bit busy. Northbound 65 up into Goodlitzville. Obergatlinburg Restaurant and Lounge celebrating Oktoberfest. Check it out at obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Folks, we try not to be controversial, but in these times, you can't help it. Tune in to Rutherford Magazine with your host, me, Mike Sparks, Sunday evenings from 5 to 6 p.m. Listen as we talk politics, some local history, faith, and freedom. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. 615-893-1417. 
It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It was not a great trip to Birmingham for Blue Raider football as Middle Tennessee fell behind early and stayed behind the rest of the way, allowing UAB to score on their first six possessions en route to a 41-14 loss at Protective Stadium on Saturday afternoon. The Blue Raiders dropped their record to 3-3 overall, but more importantly, 0-2 in Conference USA and showed few signs of life on either side of offense or defense, allowing the Blazers to uh, to both run and pass the ball at will in the first half, allowing 174 yards on the ground at halftime and 265 yards coming through the air at the break. And by the time the game had ended, those numbers had ballooned to 278 passing and 303 rushing for UAB. Jalen Lane, however, kept things interesting in the first quarter, snaring a clutch 15-yard touchdown pass on third and goal through two Blazer defensive backs to pull middle within one score. Darius Bracey would add a second touchdown run from a yard out to put points on the board for the Blue Raiders, and Jordan Ferguson finished the day with two tackles for loss. Uh, Jalen Lane, by the way, had over 300 yards of of all-purpose yards for the weekend. Blue Raiders have to regroup and get better quickly as Western Kentucky will be coming to town for homecoming this Saturday at 2.30. Over the weekend, other games in the league saw Western travel to UTSA and lose 31-28. The Hilltoppers also coming in on a two-game losing streak. The week prior, they lost a non-conference game to Troy in Bowling Green uh, in a low-scoring affair. UTEP went on the road to Louisiana Tech, and the Texters get the 40 31 win, and UConn went to FIU and grabbed a 33-12 win. In the league right now, conference schedule, uh, UTSA and North Texas are 2-0 and ahead of the pack. Rice and Louisiana Tech also 1-0. Then you've got the one-loss teams, UAB and Western Kentucky and FAU all 1-1, UTEP 1-2. Then you've got FIU at 0-1. Middle and Charlotte are both 0 and 2 at the moment. Also, let's talk men's golf. The Blue Raiders finished the first round of the Bank of Tennessee Intercollegiate with 13 birdies on its final nine holes and ending the day tied for fifth at 286. Owen Stamper, Carter Manneth, and Michael Barnard led middle with scores of 71, which was one under par for the first round. 
In women's soccer, Middle Tennessee trotted back onto the pitch at the Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Stadium with a one-goal lead over Louisiana Tech going into the second half and following three unanswered goals by the Lady Texters, that gave them a 4-2 lead. And uh, the final on the day was 4-3 Louisiana Tech with the victory. Up next, Middle begins a two-game road trip this Thursday with a matchup at UTSA and then uh, will play back at home on October 23rd uh, with a kickoff against Florida Atlantic. Also in a final note, softball continued its winning ways over the weekend, moving to 6-0 and in the fall with wins over Columbia State and Sneed State, both junior colleges. That was on Saturday and Sunday. The uh, Blue Raiders defeated Columbia State 16-1 to and knocked off Sneed State by a final of 12-1. to Rick Stocks to Live coming up tonight at 6 o'clock at the Boulevard. Hope you can be there for the live audience. We'll start it up 6 o'clock tonight, and you can hear it right here on WGNS. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan on the other end of this thing. Brought to you by Pans Heating and Air and Lee Common Financial Services, Edward Jones. Jeff, we had a call off air alerting us to the fact that 7 o'clock on uh, Friday night, the game of the week on Channel 30, high school game of the week, will be Riverdale-Oakland. Not surprised by that, are you? No, uh, no, certainly not. Um, there, there'll be a lot of interest in that game, uh, regardless of whether you like this district or region or not. Um, and maybe people th- think, you know, well, hey, this, this could, be a, could be a real ball game. And, I, yeah, I agree with them. I'm not sure everybody is aware that most high school games now can be seen on the NFHS network if you want to subscribe to that. It's really inexpensive to do. You can watch practically any game in the state anytime you want to watch it. Now, you're not going to get the color commentary like you're going to get on a real TV game, but you can certainly sit there and watch the game live if you'd like to do so. And if you're not aware of that, uh, just look up NF- NFHS, National Federation of High School, dot com, and uh, they'll give you all the details. And, heck, you can watch a game from Chattanooga if you chose to. <laughs> <laughs> Our board operators from Chattanooga, we're looking at him like, who's going to watch Chattanooga football? We might. We might watch Bradley Central or, or Cleveland. No. Bradley and Maryville will play for sure. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Well, th- that be the case. Second, uh, Rick Stocks alive, and you made the comment, and, and, and you're exactly right. This, this is not one of those times you want want to have to go to a microphone and, and explain what's going on because I don't think I'm not sure Coach knows. He needs to know. And, yeah. And, and I'm sure he'll do everything he can to get to the bottom of it. I, I do have confidence in, in, in Coach Stock and all that and, and the coaching staff, but they got to find an answer to the question of what's going on. Well, I know on the on the what we used to call the Shoney's show, and now, and now it's, it's just Coach's show that Brian hosts and John Dinkins and so forth on Saturday morning. I guess they host it from right here. Uh, and um, – I, I had many coaches tell uh, myself and Brian and whatever said, "Look, we were asking when they were they going to be here and all that kind of stuff." And and most of them, I I think of every one of them said, "Look, if we lose, I'll be here. Yeah. If if we if we win, it's possible that an assistant coach might might be here in my place, which sounds fine to me. I, I, I mean, that's okay. Sure. Well, what you're saying is they if they lose, they they don't want to be right." Accused or accused to themselves. I need to be the one to get in there and explain it, right? Right. Which is the right way to go about it. I think so. And and we did not take phone calls dur- during the co- during the coaches' show, so that you know relieved them of that stress. But still, and a lot of them also. Uh, gosh, probably better than half of them. Saturday mornings, they were working on, on the plan for Monday. Sure. Uh, Not much time to look back in the rearview mirror. Yeah, that's right. And they would they would break down the film and look at their starters and look at their plan and look at the film of the other team and all that's on Saturday morning. Players were not there. Now, and then later on M- Monday, they their plan was you know in place. Jeff, let's go back to Middle Tennessee and see if we can get the big picture of this thing. Mm. After six games, Middle Tennessee is three and three. Right now, zero and two in the league. I'm not sure they haven't played the best two teams in the league to date. And maybe playing one of the top three teams in Western Kentucky this Saturday. But it's 3-3. Three and three. After the uh, James Madison debacle, first game of the week of the year, what would you think the record would have been after six games? 3-3? Three and three? No, I wouldn't have thought so. You'd have, you'd have been happy with 2-4? and four? Well, happy, no. But I, would have, I, I wouldn't Tennessee have. Tennessee State was the game that you – well, first of all, you had to win two to get to – Two and four, right? Right. Zero and one after James Madison, and that which, which did his all by surprise, big time. I, I had no idea that we were going to just explode versus Tennessee State. I, I, I didn't know that that they were Tennessee State was evidently not a good football team at all, and uh, uh, I had no idea we were going to play so well. Had I known that, uh, then I, I might have picked three and three. Okay, but I probably Colorado would. State, Miami, mm-hmm. San Antonio, UAB, one of. There's six games to play, and there's no question in my no question in my mind that they have played the toughest part of their schedule to date. Right. Western. Jeff, if 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 they can win that game, they can win seven or eight. They could lose the rest of the games, can't they? Yes. Yes. So, let, needless to say, for a lot of reasons, they need a win for in the conference. They need a win for us just to get the ship righted, and they need to beat Western Kentucky. Sure, and it's a confidence builder as well, and it'll be at home in front, in front of what I hope will be a large crowd. Um, important game. And the Western game is one of those links that goes back decades, even though there was a year or two there where we didn't play them. 
because of the conference affiliations, I believe. Maybe we missed one year. I, I'm, uh, Probably maybe. missed three because they went to Conference USA yeah. well before we did. Um, but but that's a link that goes back a long way, back to the OVC days where the Western game was, I don't care who you were playing and how bad you hated Tennessee Tech or Austin P. you know, the game you really wanted to win was the Western game. That, that was a big deal. And it, Because of that, it brings up some weird stuff. I, I, I hearken back to Alabama-Auburn. That game should be totally dominated by Alabama in the last, what, 10, 12 years? That's not been the case. I no. mean, strange things can happen when great rivals get together. And and, and that game in particular, um, some strange things have, have happened that yeah. you never see. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and it happened in that game. Um, I don't know if players give 5% more in that game. I don't know why that is, but usually they don't disappoint. Well – I know, I know, few if any players that don't think they're ready to play every time they go out there to go. Somehow or another, the, the spark just not does not hit the spark plug the way it's supposed to. Some nights, some nights you just don't have it right. Right. But I don't think it's for lack of trying. Well, we we don't really discuss a lot of pro football here, and that's just as well because it's certainly discussed to <laughs> forever on on in Nashville where they look at a game from every possible situation. But, I mean, I don't believe anybody predicted uh, a nosedive like Green Bay's given us. Sure. Or, uh, or the Giants who just beat Green Bay in, in overseas. And I, I don't know, the Giants 4-1. 4-1, and one. Four and one, Yeah, yes. I mean, nobody thought that that was going to happen. And uh, uh, the, the Titans are, what, 3-2? and two? Um, And have been <laughs> – let me say this. All right. <laughs> you, you have my permission to say whatever Thank you want. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. I have your permission. It's, it's time for the fan base and the and maybe the Titans in general and coaching staff and otherwise, and I'm not saying they're, they're what they're doing, but it's time to worry about your own football team. I mean, let, let's just say it out there out loud. We're not very good. The Titans are not a good football team. They're Hung on to beat the Colts. They're average Hung on team. to beat the Commanders. And the Colts game meant everything because, because they were predicted to win the division. Now, can the Titans right the ship and all that kind of stuff? Of course. You know, I'm, I'm all for them. I watch them every Sunday. I'm, go get them, Titans. But we're not very good. And, Tim, we're hurt all the time. These guys can't go to the bathroom without getting well, hurt. As long as Henry stays healthy, that, that that's a plus. He, well, and he is, <laughs> by, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I agree with you. He, he's, he's a force. But we nearly lost yesterday with him having a great day. Well, it's going to be difficult to, to get by this first and goal to go inside the, at the two-yard line with 30 seconds to go by the other team and a touchdown wins the game and survive that. How many more weeks? Well, uh, I, I, I think uh, there's 12 more games left. <laughs> well, they play the Colts again, right? Uh, and it this week? Yes, I think it is this week, uh, and of course it's in Nashville this time. So yes, um, and, I, and the Titans will be a pretty good favorite. I, I'm just all but, I'm really but saying. The Colts, is, Colts could win that game, Jeff. I'm not saying they will, they but could. they could. They could clearly win the game. Uh, all I'm really kind of saying is. Stop all this talk about our chances for getting to the Super Bowl (laughs) 
And let's see if we can just get to the end zone in the second half. That'd be a good place to start, wouldn't you think? <laughs> they did yesterday. They did Once. yesterday. Wonderful. We're making progress. <laughs> let's just keep on keeping on. And th- the Colts are supposed to be the competition. That they're not. The Jaguars got to be the fancy after the first four weeks. They get beat by Houston, who's supposed to be in the dumper. And they win their first game yesterday. That that. That division, frankly, is wide open still. And it's weak. It is, right now, it, it is weak. Now, if the Titans can get some people back and, and get rolling again, I, uh, I, I think, you know, that they could be the dominant team in the division. But they, you will take a three-game winning streak in the NFL any day of the week. Oh, yes, absolutely. No matter how you do it. Win pretty, win ugly. There is no ugly babies. There are no ugly wins. I saw an ugly baby once, but it was years ago. I don't know. <laughs> Let's take a break. When we come back. We are going to talk Major League Baseball. The playoffs are underway. We'll be right back. Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County here on News Radio WGNS. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon. That traffic's looking at a little bit better than it was a few minutes ago. Northbound Bradley Parkway over here at Lebanon Pike. Uh, as you head towards the Two Rivers area, again, it's looking better than it was. Watch your speed I-40 out through parts of Wilson County this afternoon. Some radar Wilson County and Smith County. 65 doing what it normally does this time of the afternoon. A little bit busy. Northbound 65 up into Goodlitzville. Ober Gatlinburg Restaurant and Lounge celebrating Oktoberfest. Check it out at obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at SirPizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. You're well aware of First Bank being a sponsor of All Sports Talk, right? I am. Professional service? Yes. Friendly smile? Yeah, oh, very friendly. People. Right in Murfreesboro? And it, it, most anyways in the state of Tennessee, as a matter of fact. Went by there today, as a matter of fact. It's closed. Uh, yes, it is. It's, Columbus what? Day. <laughs> is today Columbus Day? Is that? <laughs> I drove by. That's why there weren't any cars. That's there. exactly why. <laughs> it, it wasn't because they've lost their business, Jeff. They, 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 they. Anyway, First Bank, proud sponsor of All Sports Talk. We appreciate that very much. Had they been there, they would have been nice to you today. They would have been, for sure. Yes. Jeff, you are aware that there were four playoff series took place between uh, Friday and Sunday. Two in the American League and two in the National League. And if I'm not mistaken, all four visiting teams are the ones who won the, the, the series. And the, and the home team had all three games at home. There was no going back and forth kind of thing. Uh, that's pretty strange. Uh, Saturday was really weird. I watched Cleveland and uh, – who did Cleveland – anyway, Cleveland and somebody. I can't even think who it was. Go 15 innings. 
before somebody finally scores. Cleveland scores in the in the fifteenth to win it one nothing on a home run. The next game that night, Toronto is toasting Seattle. Toronto's up eight to one. That ball game's over, right? Right. You know who won? Uh huh. Seattle ten to nine. Sure did. So two teams go fifteen innings and score one run, and in the next game a team can't hold an eight one lead. That's that's baseball. In its weirdest sense. I um my, my I haven't been really real pleased with how things have turned out so far, you know. I I, I like the Guardians fine. Uh they're okay. And I guess the Yankees are gonna be a draw and we'll see, you know, Aaron Judge play and hit balls six hundred feet or strike out, whatever it is he's doing. Um but I'm 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 okay. I had I'd I was glad to see the Cardinals get beat because I'm a Braves fan, and I, I I think the Braves have more trouble with the Cardinals than they will the Phillies. But from a baseball standpoint, I, I I'd like to send the see the Cardinals in there. I, I really would. Uh, Pujols and Molina and so forth, but it didn't happen. So well, I, St. Louis is a great baseball town. Oh yeah, it was nice to see. Molina, who's retiring, the catcher for how many years? 15, 16. Long time. Great. Albert Pujols. Both, Jeff, got a key hit in that last baseball game, the last time they batted in the major leagues. I thought that was pretty special, even though the Cardinals lost. Both those guys are going to the Hall of Fame, by the way. Um, And most people think Molina will be a manager at some point. Um, I don't know whether he wants to do that or not, but uh, he, he sure is a good catcher. I know that. And a lot of catchers make good managers. So, anyway, uh, it looks like we've got a really good uh, three weeks here of playoff games. And um, I'm hoping the Braves can, can get by another step. But, you know, you just, you just don't know. Regular season means very little. The Mets win 100 games, which is a high watermark. Don't finish first in the division, right? So they have to play in this first round and get beat. That, that, I mean, that's tough to have such a great year. And – you're, you're, you're toast after one series of play. There have been some other years, though, where, where teams had, had good years and somebody else was better. Sure. Uh, or won more games than they did. Um, I uh, uh, And the Braves just beat them out by one game. Um, so, <laughs> you, you're, you're right. I, I hated it for the Buck Showalter, who was a former Nashville Sound and um, really, a, I think, a, an excellent manager. Uh, he brought the Mets back from nothing, and all they got all they have they still remain a lot of problems in New York with the Mets, but financial and off the field problems. But I think they have made a lot of progress. There. First year of this uh, uh, format, where you have three wild cards playing three the top three division winners, the fourth division winner with the worst record has to play in that wild card deal, which is what the Cardinals did, and got beat. But that means, Jeff, the October Classic, as we know it, the World Series, will start October 28th and will end sometime about Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and far be it from playing that game in Minnesota or Chicago, which they're not going to have because those teams aren't there, but it could get a little chilly out there. A little. <laughs> in New York City. Uh, could, could, rather cool. At least Denver and Boston aren't in it, and the Chicago teams aren't in it. That'll, that'll. But you're right. It, it's going to be, we, we're going to, you know, be right on the shirt tails of Santa Claus here. It looks like, uh, and you know, you you say, well, okay, it finishes. Let's just say it finishes Thanksgiving week. 
You know, uh, it's not going to be quite that far, but it's going. It, it, it could be. I got seven games maybe to play, and, and but anyway, that's only just a couple of months before they have to report for spring training. <laughs> <laughs> Three months. Well, anyway, that's the case. I think. Don't you think that's pushing the envelope a little bit weather-wise? Yes. Whoa! Oh my goodness! Oh wow! Everybody dance. There was an orchestra in this building somewhere. <laughs> yes, I think that's pushing the envelope a considerable amount. And uh, really, I mean, let, let's let's say this for sure: Minnesota and Chicago end up playing against each other in the World Series. What would uh-huh. that series be like in November? Uh, the Cubs uh, and the Twins. Minnesota are—they're are, not inside. Their football team is. I don't think the baseball team is. I'm sure they're not. As a matter of fact, they play at Target Field. I've been there. Okay, well then it's going to be cold. And Wrigley Field is going to be cold. It's going to be, be cold in November, whether they're playing or not. In Wrigley Field, right? That's correct. So, so if you're just thinking about camping out, you're going to the beach. Don't, don't go to Wrigley. Well, we have had years, uh, and and where in football and in baseball, where they asked for volunteers to come out to the field to help knock the snow off. Oh there. yeah, you know that, that's happened before. Um, I don't really want that. Do you? I mean, we need to let's get this season wrapped up in six months, and surely we could do that. Don't you think? In all honesty, they ought to cut the season back to 154 games, or maybe even 140 games. And, yes. And, and, and get this thing rolling in, in, in September in good shape, and, and finish it by October 31st. I think I'll, I'll go further than that. The 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 NFL should play 14. The NBA should play, play 70 rather than 82. Hockey, the same thing. And baseball, 140, that'd be okay. Used to be 154 when you and I were young. I'll, I'll mail that suggestion in. I'm sure they'll they'll <laughs> they'll look at that and they'll see dollar signs, and that'll be the end of it. Rick Socks Alive is up next on WGNS Radio. We'll be back tomorrow with more All Sports Talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.